Welcome to It Starts at Home, a weekly podcast where we have honest conversations about what discipleship looks like in the home. Our hope is to come alongside parents by providing biblical truth and practical tools for raising kids and teens. We don't claim to be experts and we haven't written any books, but we do love families and want to help them build their foundation on Jesus. Thanks for joining us. My name is Allie Keaton. Thanks for joining us for another episode of It Starts at Home. I'm here as always with my co-host Thad Yessa. How are you, Thad? I'm doing okay. Um, I'm a little sad that our weather has turned to cold and rainy when we had very nice, beautiful weather a week ago. Yeah, it's a little bit of a dreary March, which is to be expected. We just wrapped up daylight savings where we had to spring forward, which meant we lose an hour of sleep, which did not affect me Saturday night into Sunday, but man, Monday and Tuesday morning have been really hard. How I, about you? Parenting daylight savings? It, you know, it's it's been weird uh, for sure. My girls don't understand that times have changed. Uh, also, you know, we can think it's been a year since COVID started right. and uh, I think we can all agree that it's been a long, hard year at mm-hmm. times, mm-hmm. Uh, which can make us tired, mm-hmm. can make us weary, uh, and that's really what we want to talk about today. Um, whether it's daylight savings or COVID or school or whatever, um, we're going to look at uh, one of my favorite verses, uh, Galatians 6, 9, and let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. For today's episode, I wanted to look up what is what does Webster say about weariness and what does the word weary mean? And some of the definitions I got were exhausted in strength, endurance, vigor, or freshness, having one's patience, tolerance, or pleasure exhausted. And I thought of that and, you know, I'm not a parent yet, but I this season, right, with COVID and just work, it's been a weary season, a tiring season, and I know that that's true in parenting. I know that parents often get weary. Is that right, Thad? It, it is. You know, as parents, I think we're susceptible or prone to grow in weariness, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's you're tired from every night, it's been a long day, you've done dinner, you've done baths, the kids are in bed. And then you proceed to clean the house Mm -hmm. or you're exhausted from asking your teenager to yet again pick up uh, the dirty clothes off the floor in their room or you're having another conversation with the teacher because your child is the disruptive one. On top of all that, you're trying at some point to have some sort of spiritual formation, pointing your kids to Jesus, and it's exhausting. It's tiring. Right. I think the first thing that we can note in today's episode and maybe a bit of encouragement would be that this is not new. Ecclesiastes 1.9 says, there's nothing new under the sun. Parents, you are not the first to go through this season, to deal with this problem, to just have struggles of parenting. There's nothing new under the sun. People who've gone before you have experienced similar struggles. And, you know, we joked, I joked at the beginning when we were prepping that like we could think that our first parents, Adam and Eve, that even they had parenting problems with Cain and Abel. And we could go through the list of different parents throughout the Bible who had difficulties with their son. Jacob and Esau were not great sons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, there is nothing new. We might feel as though our situation is unique because mm-hmm. it's new to us. Uh, but it isn't new. It's happened before, and that should bring us encouragement right. that 
that it may seem new, but it's not. And to remember along those lines, like not only is there nothing new under sun, but another point of encouragement is that this too shall pass. Uh, we think of 2 Corinthians 4, 17 through 18, for this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Yeah, it might not seem like it. It never seems like it while you're going through it. But this season that you're in, no matter how challenging, you will get through it. This season will pass. You'll one day be looking back and think through that season and just be like, wow, that was that was hard, but we made it through and look where we are now. Whatever is wearing you out right now, it's temporary. And that is encouraging to think that the things that are seen are transient, the things that are unseen are eternal. Yeah, I think, you know, we're we're tempted to give up because we start to believe, like the verse says, that it says that we will reap if we sow, that we start to believe that there is no harvest, that there mm-hmm. is no light at the end of the tunnel, that there is no good fruit being born for our laborers. Mm -hmm. And what we need to remember is that God does not promise us a harvest that will come within a particular time frame that says, if you do this good parenting for X amount of time, it will result in this and this amount of time. Mm -hmm. And although we don't know the length of the season, we know that we will reap. That's what the verse says is you will reap if you do not give up. And so we shouldn't grow weary in doing good. We shouldn't stop being good parents. We shouldn't stop fighting for our kids. We should keep sowing for, the scriptures say, in due season you shall reap. Yeah, I think maybe the most, um, the biggest piece of encouragement or the biggest thing that I want to share is that we should, um, Matthew 11, 28 to 30 has this promise that as Christians, as Christian parents, that I think I want you guys to know and I want encourage you guys to rest in. And that is um, the verse that says, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God never intended for us to do this life alone, this parenting journey alone, and we can believe him and trust him when he says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Our culture says quite the opposite. Go, go, go. Do more. Be more. Always improve. Always strive. Always try to do this but this isn't necessarily our race to run like this is our you know god has a plan for us and he's with us and we're not supposed to do it without him and so god says to rest in him to come to him and rest and i know sometimes parents you're going to look at me and you're going to say yeah i would love to rest right now and this is just not the time for that but i think god encourages us to come to him quite often and rest yeah and and just rely on him like not that I'm I'm all name it claim it, but put put that promise. Mm. Like God, you said that that I can rest. That my I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Right. I don't know what to do. And you know, yeah. when when we get tired, God does not get tired. Mm. And that's something that we can look to. When we're sleeping at night, God is not sleeping at night. That mm-hmm. He is always working. And truthfully, we can do 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 as parents and as caregivers but Mm -hmm. ultimately we can only handle physical matters but like the changing of a child's heart like Mm -hmm. I think as uh, a child grows and they enter middle school and then high school and you know they might not have a relationship with Jesus and that can make us grow weary and tired and be like God I'm resting in you that you're going to do 
the work in that. And I thought you mentioned something so good that we don't have to do it alone. Not only do we have God who right. uh, provides all things, but uh, you also have other people, a sure. support system, a tribe, a village, whoever it is in your life, your church family. And when you're in these hard seasons of parenting, they're not all hard. They're not all difficult. It can be easy to look past moments uh, of rest and forget like, hey, who helped me get through this? Right. I call my mom all the time. I'm like, <laughs> mom, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know how to solve this problem. I can't communicate with my one and a half year old. She won't listen to me. <laughs> and like, I call her and she gives me advice. She listens to me. And we should be surrounding ourselves with a community that we can lean on, that we can find support in this mm-hmm. journey. Because we've talked about this, like it takes a village to raise kids. Yeah. Whether it's you're calling your friend for the thousandth time because your child is yet again on the floor of the grocery store <laughs> throwing a tantrum. And so if you don't have those people in your life, like this parenting journey is going to be even longer. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not meant to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Find other people that can help give you rest. That can point you back to God who gives you the ultimate rest. Right. I think that that is, um, that's another space where God can work, right? Like if you know, that friend who's offered, you know, hey, I'm taking my kid to soccer practice. Like, let me just take yours with you. While you might not want to burden her and you're like, oh, no, that's like my responsibility. Like, no, that could be God saying, hey, you need an extra five minutes before you have to start dinner or whatever. Look for those spaces where God is trying to give you rest and reprieve through your community, through your village that you've created. And if you don't have that, yeah, encourage you to go seek that out. Um, some personal check-in questions that I was just thinking of as we think through like self-care and our own personal, like how are we doing like a check-in on ourselves. The questions that I have for you parents are number one, are you resting? Are you taking time to rest? And what I mean by that rest in this sense is, are you getting enough sleep? Like daylight savings just happened. How is your sleep health? Um, our sleep, we can't do life. We can't live well. We can't work well. We can't parent well unless we're getting enough sleep. And the second part, which kind of goes hand in hand with the sleep is, are you eating well? Are you drinking enough water? Are you nourishing your body? Because without that, we know that we can't, we can't care for our kids well. So those two questions are my first two that are like, how are you doing with that? Yeah. And I think with some of these others, it's, it's just a matter of you can't care well for other people if you aren't caring for yourself. And that sounds a little selfish, right? That like, oh yeah, you got to take care of yourself first, pamper yourself up. But truthfully, you can only exert so much energy before you have to replenish. Right. It's one of those, like, energy. there's a reason when you're on the airplane that they say, put on your oxygen mask first. Sure. As parents, your kids, they are a priority of yours, but if you're not getting enough oxygen, how can you put on their oxygen mask? Yeah, two two other self-care personal check-ins is how's your time with God? Mm-hmm. Are you spending that time in prayer? Are you spending that time uh, in the Word? Are you spending time at church? Are you coming? Are you able to worship at church? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're going to harp on that all the time that, like, not only physically do you need to be caring for yourself, you need to spiritually be caring for yourself so that you can have spiritual formation in your home as your kids are growing up. Uh, and I think lastly is is just if you don't have that support system, like find someone you can call that mm-hmm. you can talk to. It may just be the nice person at church who says, hey, if you ever need me to take your kids for, for you, let me know. Mm-hmm. And like take them up on that for offer. For sure. <laughs> 
even if it's not free, take them <laughs> up on it so that you can you can have some time on your own. And I think we need to remember that the days are long, mm-hmm. that they seem eternal at times, uh, but truthfully, the years are short. Uh, we talk often in kids and youth that you only have so much time with your child and there are 940 Saturdays from the time your child is born till the time that they turn 18. That's not a lot. It's it's not a lot like it not at all and so that's just the Saturdays. Um, So we need to be making the most of the time. Sure. We need to keep on keeping on. We need to not give up. We need to finish strong. We need to keep up the good work. We need to remain faithful. And parents will tell you this, like, you're doing a good job. You might feel exhausted Mm -hmm. and drained and beat up by your kids, by the world, uh, by the lack of sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you're doing a great job. And rest in what God has promised you. Thanks for listening to It Starts at Home. We hope that today's episode has been helpful and encouraging to you. If you enjoy this episode, we ask that you share it with a friend. You can stay connected by subscribing to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.